Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast, Dr. James Fetish is a successful practice owner, best-selling author, and speaker. Listen in as he shares his secrets to a successful business and a successful life. So now, here's Dr. J. Okay, everybody, welcome to this episode of the podcast. We have a special guest here today. It's a personal friend and associate and just all-around great guy, Dr. Donald DeFabio. So Dr. DeFabio is a longtime chiropractor. He's been in the field and seen a lot of changes over the years, but he's got some unique expertise and gives seminars to doctors all across the country on some active rehab, some different issues that we're going to get into in a minute. But uh, first of all, thanks for coming on the show, Dr. DeFabio. How are we doing today? I'm doing fabulous, Dr. Jim, and thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to uh, rub elbows with uh, leaders in the profession, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's great to, to be part of sharing the mission of helping everybody else out there uh, serve patients better. You know, that's what it's all about, helping more people. That's it. So uh, tell us a little bit about becoming a chiropractor and what made you decide to become a chiropractor and going to chiropractic school and kind of, you know, walk us through those beginning years to where you've been now. Well, yeah, it's, for me, it kind of all kind of fell into place. It was, I was a junior in college and uh, a friend of mine came bounding down the stairs in the dorm and she was saying how great she felt. She says, what's up with you? Oh, I just had an adjustment. Oh, man, I feel so good. Oh, man, I really need on and on and out. Great you feel after taking an adjustment. And I said, you know, what is this chiropractic stuff? I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. And uh, she explained it all to me and how the body's able to heal itself, you know, when it's functioning better and restoring homeostasis and the mind, body, and, you know, the nerves and everything and how uh, it's all natural, drugless. And, you know, at the time, I was already eating pretty well, no junk food, you know, other than a few beers on the weekends, but, you know, no chips and no candy and no sweets, and uh, I was exercising, and so I was already, already drank the health food Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I checked out chiropractic, and the more I, I learned about it, the more excited I got about a, a natural healthcare paradigm that uh, helps the body uh, not only heal, but stay well. And, um, you know, it's been a love story ever since. And, you know, I mean, uh, this month, it's 33 years I've been in practice. So uh, it's been great. It's, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, I can't think of anything else I'd rather do. You know, I, I've really been blessed. Uh, I really can't think of anything else I'd really rather do other than be on your show. <laughs> See, <it's laughs> there all, you go. Yeah, my only other claim to fame is I got 14,000 hits on my YouTube channel, so maybe I'm a media star. But other than that, I love chiropractic. Yeah, well, well, we'll jump into that since you just mentioned it. So, yeah, Doctor DeFabio is uh, somewhat famous on YouTube. Tell us a little bit about your world famous YouTube videos since you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, well, you know they're not quite world famous, but I do get consultations from all over the world, uh, so maybe they are. But uh, you know, yeah. that just happened organically. Um, I, uh, I've been just involved with making videos, public access TV since 1999. 
And uh, I just started putting up uh, some videos, my shows on uh, health and wellness on YouTube. And, you know, one day my, my daughter came in home and for college and she goes, hey, Dad, you know, you got like 4 million hits on one of your videos. I'm like, so? She goes, so? That's like really good. Yeah, so I think that video on plantar fasciitis and the chiropractic management of it is uh, it's, uh, it's about 5.5 million hits, and I got 14,000 subscribers. And a lot of my tips on, on, on how to rehab people are, are there. Um, and frankly, I, I show the videos in, in my office uh, all day long. Uh, so that's one of the ways we do uh, uh, expose patients to all the different things we treat in the office and to remind them to do their exercises and but other health and wellness tips too, because it's not all just exercise. So, uh, and it's just uh, it's been fun. Yeah. So uh, anybody uh, wants to check it out, just Google me, and uh, I'll, I'll pop right up on YouTube. And uh, there's a whole bunch of things from nutrition to psoriasis uh, um, to you know active rehab and stuff. So it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. Yeah, you're, you're going, we're going to talk about a couple of things, but you're a real kind of forward thinker. I always think, like, you know, you were talking about YouTube. I mean, now I teach my clients, you know, last few years, but, I mean, you were doing YouTube stuff, like, way before, like, the rest of us caught on. I mean, when we tell us a little bit more. You got started into that. You were kind of like an early adopter with that TV show you were doing, and you really were, like, way ahead of the, the times on that YouTube. Tell us a little bit more about that. Oh, look, I believe in video. Um, I always have. Uh, um I mean, who you know, who doesn't want to be a TV star, right? So uh, I've been, I was doing public access TV in 1999, and then 2006, I think, I did a video in the office on how to use a foam roller properly, and you know, that's how it started. We put that up on YouTube, and then uh, um, you know, because in public access you don't have commercials, so instead of having commercials, I do help tips, you know, wellness minute how to do an exercise properly, how to use a foam roller, or, um, you know, cholesterol management. And I started just putting those up on, on YouTube and, you know, my start of videotape some of the lectures that I give at the local Y. I give lectures all the time at the Y on health and wellness and just start putting those up. And it's just kind of blossomed. Uh, and, and some of the ones, just why they take off, who knows? You know, uh, um, the, the psoriasis, uh, I interviewed uh, Dr. John Pagano. He's from New Jersey, a chiropractic doctor. Passed away now, but I had a chance to interview him when he was alive, all natural treatment of psoriasis, and that's just huge. So I'll do nutritional conflict about that, literally from all over the world. So that's kind of interesting. And uh, But, you know, I believe in video. I think video is the way to go. Um, so... Uh, um, uh, and, you know, it just kind of fits into place. And now we're just working on getting the likes and shares. I think uh, I was listening to Matthew Loop the other day. He was saying you want to get uh, two shares and ten likes on every Facebook post. So that's the goal now. So let's get some uh, Facebook videos on. So that's what we're working on next. That's good. Yeah, it's hard. I didn't really see the video, you know, that early like you did. I think, you know, Tim, I don't really watch as much videos. A lot of people I like to read. I guess it's the type of learner you are. So, yeah, but I remember you talking about this stuff way before everybody else. So it's good to be an early adopter. But, you know, on the other side, there's so much technology coming out. You know, there's Snapchat, there's this, that. You can't be on, you know, all the new platforms. So you got to kind of pick your battles. But you're really good about seeing ahead because I didn't see the video like in 2005 like you did being what it is. It certainly is definitely a way to go now, but – yeah, back then I didn't see it. So yeah, you're a forward thinker, Doctor D. Well, uh, well, thank you. 
tell us a little bit about starting to practice and, you know, what happened after school and kind of walk us through your first few years and, and building up the practice that you built up. Well, you know, it was, it was uh, interesting for me, you know, because I started my own practice. Uh, um, I worked for somebody for a year, then I opened up my own practice. And, uh, you know, just uh, with 400 square feet and four, I'm sorry, 650 square feet, four rooms. And, um, you know, I'm still in the same building, but now we have about, oh, gosh, um, I think we have about 2,500 to 2,800 square feet. So, and uh, we just renovated it, got an acupuncturist, and uh, um, it's working out really well. Um, but I also, for 19 years, uh, um, I did a dual dual practice thing. Well, I was in this office three days a week, and I was in another office three days a week. And that fell into my lap because, unfortunately, my father-in-law was a chiropractic doctor. He passed away suddenly. So I pick up, picked up his practice and did that for 19 years. So I was going all over, just cranking it. And at the same time, taking weekend seminars to get my board certification in orthopedics and in sports and traveling with teams and doing all the sports stuff. And so uh, it was it was a lot, you know, but, uh, um, you know, my wife was very, very supportive and that helped a lot. And, uh, and now I'm just in one office. And uh, we've taken all that um, knowledge and kind of put it all together into into one um, one basket, so to speak. So we use a very comprehensive approach to care. And that's kind of what my, my, my chiropractic journeys taught me is that, you know, because, uh, you know, you know, Jim Cox, I was at one of his first seminars, and, you know, 30 years ago. And Len Fay, motion palpation, taught me how to adjust. I did all of his seminars. And um, Mike Leahy, I did his seminars on the ground floor when ART was taught in one weekend. Um, and, you know, I did Ironman for nine years with him in, in Hawaii and just grasped and, and just learning all of these things. And then all of a sudden it comes to the point where it all kind of funnels into one, one, and you just blend it all together, and, and, and that's kind of how we work now. Nice. I got two follow-ups on there, some a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, number one, what's the uh, following on being a chiropractor? Is that just by accident, or did you, you guys, uh, how did that all happen? Is that just a coincidence, or how, how did you end up with a father-in-law as a chiropractor? Uh, strictly coincidence, yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I, in fact, uh, a friend of mine, uh, uh, a friend of a friend, a friend of a friend, her dad was a chiropractic doctor, and I didn't even know that until I was in chiropractic school, and then I found out you know, we were mutual friends that, you know, her dad was a chiropractic doctor and I went and met him uh, when I was an intern to find out like, hey, you know, I made an appointment to come in to meet him. He says, look, I'm in, you know, it's my last year. And I said, you know, what's it like, like being in practice? And I know what I'm doing in clinic is not, <laughs> it's the same being in practice. And what's it really like? And then I had a standing appointment in his office at 8 o'clock at night, every Friday night after clinic. I'd adjust him, he'd adjust me, shop talk, and uh, and then we did that, and then uh, we started going to seminars together, and then ironically, his his daughter, his other daughter, uh, turned out to be my wife. They worked together. She was his CA, and that's how I met her. And oh, it seems all the patients in the office knew we were going <laughs> we were going to end up together. I didn't know though. 
Uh, so that's how it was uh, strictly, uh, you know, uh, divine intervention. You know, and that's kind of the way my life's been unfolding. I've uh, I've been very blessed in that regard. Things just kind of unfold. Yeah, that's how life works a lot of times, right? You let it be, it unfolds. That's a really pretty cool story, a chiropractic love story there, Dr. D. There you well, go. Make sure everybody's <laughs> making mo- We'll do a movie. Let's do a movie. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that could be a good movie. Another good, I got another follow-up from the original story. You got so much good stuff in here. But uh, that's another good thing, you know, shadow getting into offices. I always have, like, interns. We got a, a guy three days a week now. I mean, there's, like, constantly interns here. But, you know, I tell people, you got to get out and see real offices, see what it's like. I had a young lady that was friends with my wife, had headaches for years, and my wife sends her in here. She comes in, like, three adjustments, and headaches are gone after all these years. And she was kind of out of college, not sure what to do with her life kind of thing. And, and she just, like, emails my wife. I just enrolled at New York Chiropractic. I'm going to be a chiropractor. And my wife tells me, Very like, well, cool. wait a second. But, but I tell her, I said, wait, you've only been a chiropractor three times in your life, like, come into the office for a day. And uh, it was a long story short, but she's like, I don't, I can't do this all day. This is not what I thought it was. Like, so she came in for a quick adjustment, doesn't realize really what the whole deal is. So it's, it's really important to be shadowing out there. But back from the original follow-up, I wanted to get him. Tell, tell us a little bit more about dual offices. So it comes up with coaching clients a lot. And I had Lee Newman on a little while ago, who's famous for running a bunch of offices. So, you know, a lot of people say it's, you know, it's twice as hard and not twice the reward. And, and, you know, some people say it's great. And, you know, there's a lot of opinions on that. Tell us a little bit more about running two offices at the same time. Um, well, the it, you, can def, you can definitely do it. I did it for, like I said, 19 years. Um, I would do it with a really good coach, somebody like you, though. Um, I, was, I went through a firm through a couple of consultants. None of them really fit me. Uh, I couldn't really find that, that, that fit, but a good coach, a good consultant is important because that will help keep you focused, and you got to make a team. Um, you got to make a team. See, now I'm at that stage in my life where I, I have another doctor here. I got an exercise physiologist um, and uh, the acupuncturist, so I've created a team, so it's not all me. So when it comes to multiple offices, you got to create a team. You got to get the right people on the bus. And then, yeah, it works out really well. You know, it really does. Uh, did I did it as a, as a solo guy? I did. It was a lot of work. Um, and uh, do I regret it? I wouldn't say I regret it, but had I been, uh, uh, if I started building a team 25 years ago, it would have been a, a little bit different story we would have had today. You know, and uh, so that's uh, multiple offices. It's just a different headspace, but it's all about building a team which is really the same in your own office um, because building the team is going to enable you to serve more people better. Um, but when you have two offices, it becomes essential so both places can grow and thrive because otherwise you end up one's doing better, one's doing not so well, one's doing better, one's doing not so well because there's only so much physical time that one guy can put in, you know, physical energy. So. Yeah it's, definitely on challenge. yeah, it's definitely not for everybody. I actually had a little satellite for a little while as well. But, yeah, there's a lot of challenges. You're right. You've got to have the team in place to do it, no matter how you do it, because you've got to make sure that things are running smoothly. But, yeah, it's definitely not for everybody. Hey, some people get into it just for the ego. You know, it always sounds nice to have a second location, but you know, a lot of times you're doing twice as much work and getting 80% of the return. It's, it's hard running multiple offices, so I give a lot of credit. That's why people have been able to do it successfully for that long that I've done, that's for sure. Yeah, no, it's, it, I was, like I said, I was blessed, but I put a lot of work in, and again, you got to have the headspace for it, you know, yeah. and, uh, and then, because as you bring on more people to the team, they require training and supervision, and that's the hurdle you got to get over, 
you know, because Absolutely. when you're trying to run both places and then you're training and supervising and growing, it's, you know, it's a lot going on in your head. And that's the hurdle <laughs> you got to get past. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, the, you know, the big thing that you're kind of most famous in the chiropractic world, I'd say, for is kind of active rehab. So this would be the other thing I'd say Dr. Fabio is just way ahead of his time. I mean, I don't know, as soon as I've, as long as I've known you, you've been talking about active rehab. And, of course, it's become kind of almost a buzzword in our industry last four or five years only, maybe, not even, not even that long. But you've been talking about it for a long, long time. So tell us a little bit what active rehab means to you. Tell us a little bit about your training because you, I know you have a lot of diplomates and a lot of experience in this, but uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, how you came into active rehab and what it means to you and how you do it in your clinic. Well, you know, let's, let's, let's face it. We've got to get people moving. We've known that for a long time. Motion is life. Adjustments create motion. And, you know, uh, we want to get those joints moving and get the people moving as quickly and as, as, as we can. We know that, okay? Um, so it all started out 30 years ago just teaching people stretches and how to do crunches properly and, you know, just – simple things um and uh you know elastic tubing and, and and then i found that you can just start teaching people simple lifestyle activities right on your table you know how to get up and down uh you know how to lift how to bend right in your treatment rooms so that's kind of where a back school program that sig miller taught in the God, he he came out. He was living in California at the time. I would say that was the uh, late 80s, early 90s. I mean, just doing things like that in your office. And I realized that there's a whole need for that. And uh, so now it just makes it so easy. It's elastic resistance. You can teach right in your treatment rooms. You don't need a huge a huge amount of space. How do people use elastic tubing either on the table or tied to the doorknob or you pretend you're the doorknob and you hold on to it and, you, and the patient, you know, does the exercise there. And then from there, you can progress them to, you know, more advanced activities where you may need a little bit more space. Um, but I find having an exercise physiologist now works really well with me uh, or for me because I can say, all right, Mike, you know, well, we use a semantic, you know, he needs level one core exercises. Teach him those exercises and Mike knows what level core, level one core means, you know. Uh, all right, teach him McGill's top three. Great, Mike knows what those are, and he'll teach him. Uh, a patient will come in and say, you know, the exercises, you know, my back's really sore, my legs are really sore, my headaches are getting more. I say, all right, we back off, we reassess, and we, we tweak them. You know, we give them a different set of exercises, or maybe we shut them down, you know. Um, but the active rehab can be simple, but it's got to be thoughtful. To be effective, it's got to be thoughtful. You have to understand what you want to address and then figure out how you're going to address it. Just because I'm a big fan of McGill's exercises doesn't mean everybody needs McGill, you know? You have to figure out what's going to work best for that patient. Um, and, yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot of information that you try to whittle down to, all right, is it a soft tissue problem? All right, do they need massage? Do they need grasping? Do they need stretching? Is it a joint problem? Okay. How do I adjust it? Do I adjust above it, below it, high velocity, low velocity? Is there a weakness in the area? Okay. Do we have to strengthen the muscles that are stabilizers or the muscles that are prime movers? Or is there tightness? Do we have to lengthen it? Or is the problem somewhere else? Is it a referral from a different part of the body, an organ, or is it a non-chiropractic issue? So that, that, that's kind of the, the clinical way I think about it. But I think about that on every visit. 
The patient comes in, and I've got to give them like a mini assessment on every visit. Check the spine for mechanics. Check their range of motion, their tissue tone, and then you figure out, okay, today for active care, we're just going to do some contract relax. Today for active care, just show me the exercise I gave you last time. Today for active care, let's do a different exercise and see how you tolerate it. And then, you know, we can bill out for it, which is nice too. So, I don't know, Jim. You ask yeah, me yeah. questions, I give really long answers. Oh, you that's, your, that's your favorite topic there. That's why we have that. you on. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of good stuff there where I got some follow-ups. But, you know, active care, I mean, you know, in addition to helping the patients, that's the way the insurance has been moving for years now, away from passive to active. So they want the patients up and doing stuff. You know, all the research shown that that's the way to go. But, you know, more importantly, I think, you know, it gets people better quicker, keeps them better. It shows you know a little bit more. I think the other thing why Dr. DeFabio's courses are great, which we'll get into, is that, you know, it's low-tech stuff. So docs will hear this, oh, I can't do rehab. I don't have a big clinic like you guys. And, but it's real low-tech, and he'll get into that in a second. But, you know, I have multiple physical therapists, and one of my guys has every certification in the world. And he, we're so low-tech. I mean, yeah, we have a couple stations and bikes and that stuff, but it's not high-tech. I mean, they hardly use any equipment. So you don't need all this equipment. Yeah, it's bands, it's balls, a TheraBand station. We have a bike, which you don't even need, but, you know, you don't need a lot of equipment. And even the PTs are going that way. We're really getting away from all the, the passive machines and doing more active stuff. So, yeah, talk about some, you know, some of the basic, you know, equipment you need and a little some of that stuff more about the bands and stuff like that for everybody. Well, look, basic equipment, you just hit it. You need a, a couple of physio balls. You need some stretch bands. Again, TheraBand has the coated system. Um, that's 20% increase in resistance, you know, yellow, red, green, blue. Uh, and I use the red, green, and blue. Uh, I have a, that's really, I just, because I mean, once people get past that, then they can go back to the gym. Um, uh, some of the stability discs, you know, the un, uh, uneven things to stand on. Um, if you, ideally, it'd be great to have a, a, a wall station that you can, uh, a clip uh, the or, or loop the uh, TheraBand things on. If not, just use a door anchor. You can use your treatment room doors, um, but the stations work well. And then, uh, um, then you can get a foam roller and a massage stick, and that's that's a nice rehab uh, facility to get started because a majority of the patients that I'm seeing and and you want to get back to function. And the patients that are high-level, either recreational, collegiate, or high school athletes, once they want to get back to that level, they need a bigger facility where they can do ballistic activities, where they have heavy weights. And then you can coordinate with the personal trainer, with the local gym, and say, okay, let's, you know, let's create a relationship. So that works out really well when people get to that level. They can still do corrective care in our office. They can still do preventative and come in for periodic adjustments, but they can do the heavy-duty training at that stage outside. And you're right, days of Cybex uh, for the individual practitioner and a whole series of computerized exercise equipment, it's, it's no longer feasible. The cost isn't there, and the ROI really isn't there either. Yeah, and you're seeing everybody moving away from that. Like I said the physical therapist is kind of funny it's you being ahead of the curve now but like the most uh modern pt you know my guys come back from seminars and it's yeah it's bands and balls and manual therapy and hands-on treatment it's not yeah in a big room with the cybex equipment and all that stuff we used to do and that's not really what they're showing is effective anyways all that kind of work you know it's great and it's great in the uh in the research area and again there's 
small percentage of population where we where where you know we have to work on isokinetics and we have to really work on you know certain movement patterns with speed or aqua therapy or you know in hey look you want to get a nice piece of equipment if you treat a lot of runners you know it could be really good to get one of the uh, um you know, uh, treadmills underwater. That would be fabulous if you had the facility for it, but you really don't need it to at least get them back to running, jumping, and hopping. So, you know, low-tech stuff, just teaching people how to jump and hop is is uh, uh, enough of a rehab for most of the runners that are backed up. Yeah, it's just getting them back to stuff. Yeah, most of the stuff we're not going to see in our, in our offices, high-level athletes and stuff, you know, some of that. But you're just, yeah, getting people back to golfing and running and uh-huh. getting back to their activities. That's what they really want. And that's what I teach my associates. Nobody really – they're not coming to your office really to get out of pain. They might say that. But really, they're coming to your office to run again or to golf again or play with their grandkids. I mean, that's that's what they really want to do is get back to what they're missing. They don't necessarily need to get out of the pain. They want to get back to what they're missing. So that's yeah. where that after rehab comes in. Yeah. That's a real good. That's a real good tip to give you guys. You know, you know, that's a real good tip. Yeah, it's like on our intake, like when the doctors, what they got to go through, and even my acupuncturist, everybody, saying, "What's the activity? That what's the really reason for being in? You know, picking up the grandkids, can't golf, and that's really what it's all about." But so this active rehab, give us some. Uh, you know, I know you teach some seminars. Tell us a little bit about that and some other good resources. I know you have all the certifications that you could ever possibly think about, but. Some of the best places uh, yourself and other stuff that you'd say to get Doc started on this active rehab path. You know, a, a, a great place. Um, um, I like my YouTube videos, <laughs> so check those out. Um, in terms of courses, uh, you know, Performance Health has a 36-hour uh, certificate course in low-tech rehab. It's great, and if you're really into it, you can go more and go into taking. Uh, the, the diplomate and rehab uh, certification boards. Um, so that's a, another really good place to start. Um, you know, my seminars are the DeFabio Difference. Those are small group seminars where we teach everything, how to adjust, how to do the soft tissue, how to tape them, and how to rehab them. Um, and we do it regionally, shoulder, knee, hips, cervical spine, lumbar spine. Um, you know, I do those out of my office right now, or I'll do some of those through uh, associations. I do, uh, I'm going down actually to Florida. I'm going to be at the Florida Chiropractic uh, Convention in uh, Orlando, and then I'll be out at the ACA Sports Council this year. So I got, I got a couple more gigs, Cleveland uh, Chiropractic Homecoming. And, yeah, but, you know, the, the, the bottom line is you want to take courses where you're going to get information you can use Monday morning. It's important to understand the physiology. It's important to understand the rationale behind, okay, why do you want to keep them in neutral spine or why do you need to give them cervical retraction? But once you get that, then it's just a matter of these are all the different ways you can get the job done, you know. And, uh, you know, uh, you know Yonda's protocols are all over the place. That's a great resource. Just Google Yonda's upper cross, Yonda's lower cross for postural correction. It's a, a great resource. There's a lots of exercises um, that talk about his work. So those are some a good places to start, I would say. Very cool. All right, and if uh, some of our listeners want to get in touch with you, Dr. Fabio, or check out your seminars, what are some of the best places to do that? Um, Nick, you know, I like to sell them all over the Internet. So uh, just uh, you know, find me on the Internet. Uh, 
Um, my email address, uh, you can get me uh, at fabiochiropractic.com. I'm sorry, at Gmail. Sorry, that's my website, fabiochiropractic at Gmail or fabiodifference.com. Um, and, yeah, but all of my uh, on Facebook, you can Facebook me, Dr. Fabio. Uh, I am me there. So, you know, Facebook, uh, YouTube, you can, you know, send me a message through YouTube or just through my office, Fabio Chiropractic at Gmail. But, yeah, um, any questions anybody has, reach out, and I'll be happy to point them in the right direction. Nice. Yeah, Dr. Fabio definitely knows his stuff. I've been to his seminars, and I'm not only a client, but I was a customer as well because I had a bad running injury a couple of years ago that even, like, my staff of four couldn't figure out, and Dr. D got me straightened out pretty quick. So he definitely knows his stuff. So check out his seminars. Check him out online. You can learn a lot from his YouTube videos, if nothing else. But just give him a shout. Check him out in some of the upcoming seminars. And uh, thanks for having uh, being on the show, Dr. D. Hey, Jim. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And uh, mm-hmm. thanks for uh, sharing the information. And uh, – uh, helping uh, everybody else. So keep up the good work, Dr. Jim. appreciate it. All right. All right, Doc. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. For information, please visit drjamesfetish.com. Dr. James R. Fetish, Clinic Director at Village Family Clinic. His book, Secrets of a Million Dollar Clinic, is available on Amazon and online at HackettstownFamilyClinic.com or DrJamesFetish.com www.drjamesfedich.com Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.